Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hashtag Verse TV 142. I'm Aaron Mack, and I'm here with my good friends who will introduce themselves, starting with Chrissy Curry. Hey, everyone. It's Chrissy Curry from Cleveland, Ohio, and it's really great to be here. Oh, right. And Jasmine. Hey, guys. Jasmine with Verse TV. I'm really happy to be here. Excellent. And Mr. Basic Complexity, Kevin Self. Hey, this is Kevin Matt Philadelphia. Oh. Hey, Kevin. Hey. And let's get this show on the road. Hashtag Verse TV 142. Our first topic is coming from Psychology Today, which is a magazine, of course. And the title of the article in the magazine is For Our Relationship. And the question presented today, it's coming from a topic called Do Nice. And that's nice, N-I-C-E. Now, on the Tim Ferriss podcast, Netflix co-founder Mark Randolph explained that he started a Tuesday 5 p.m. date night tradition with his wife because, quote, I was not going to be one of those entrepreneurs who was on his sixth startup and, and his sixth Wife, I'm I'm sorry that that quote is is very uh, it's it's real, and the article goes on to explain that four hours every week should be set aside for your romantic relationships. Now, research shows that nice activities n i c e are the most productive at strengthening romantic relationships. And N-I-C-E stands for new, interesting, challenging, and exciting. And even couples therapy can count toward those four hours that you need to dedicate to your relationship every week. Now, my question, Zahar, at what point into a relationship, should you look to start such traditions with your partner? Why? And what if they're reluctant? And also the second or the last part, what are some NICE nice activities that you might do with your partner? And the order for this will be, me, I'll go first, then Chris, whoops, Chrissy Marie, then Kevin, then Jasmine. All right. So to the first question, at what point should you look to start such a tradition with your partner and why? I want to say if they're the right partner it you can do it whenever but that's kind of a gamble to the extent that it's like you, you never know because some people and this is why I ask these questions because I don't have all the answers but some people who might be potentially good prospects might take that as you rushing things. And I know for myself, Aaron Mack, I have a habit of very much rushing things. Now, I will say I went to a, a guy I was dating actually joined me at my mental health counselor once, and that was helpful. We didn't work through it because I, I guess things just didn't work out, but we gave it the old try. And I, I appreciate that. And I 
value that in a partner. And, and he was gorgeous, of course. And it, it just unfortunately didn't happen. You, you know, I, still to this day, I, I have uh, questions. Anyway, um, but yeah, if they're reluctant, eh, I don't know. And why? Because I, I, I think it helps. I think it helps. And I feel at any time it can be good. Anyway, enough from me. Oh, and, and enough for me for the first part. And Chrissy, go ahead. So at what point into a relationship should you look to start such traditions uh, to, to have uh, romantic connections that are new, interesting, challenging, and exciting? Yeah. Um, the point, in my opinion, and it just is, it's just my opinion, uh, at the point, uh, the point at which you decide that this is the person that you want to do such things with. You know? Uh, hmm. You're not gonna wanna do that with everyone in, in dating. Dating these days, especially now, it's really a weird type of uh, interaction these days. It's weird. Hmm. You know, it, it's really, um, isn't uh it's, it's, it shouldn't be complex in in my mind it shouldn't be complex uh, to to find to you know to find someone who's willing to uh, connect doing something that they've never done before with you uh doing something interesting that they've never done before with you doing something challenging or exciting that they've never done with you um but that's hard to find because some people are so rigid and stuck in you know their ways and you know stuck in traditional to traditionalism and you know their conditioned way of thinking um so it's, it's at the point where you decide well this is the person who's willing to be open and vulnerable enough with me and that is accepting enough accepting of me enough to be open open and vulnerable um and that's not always a guarantee either um if they're reluctant then definitely uh, that's a dud uh if they're reluctant you know next if they're reluctant you know um no if you're not willing to uh do more than challenge physical connection then go on ahead and do your casual things with ca people who are like that because um, yeah. i want to i want to push the buck and i want somebody who wants to do that with me so that's my answer all right now you better tell them to the left to the left and next is kevin yeah, I would say I'm not one to try to rush things. I'll just let that go along. Just go along in general. Um, and you could tell fairly fast if it's going to work or not. If someone isn't willing to put in the work, relationship work with you, then there's really no reason to be with them. I know that's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And Jasmine? Yes. Uh, I, I'm with Chrissy. I think, yeah, I agree with her. That's kind of like, that's all I have to say for now. Okay. And we'll use this last part and we'll go in the same order. What are some nice activities that you might do with your partner? 
Now, I actually, it was in a book that, that <coughs> I read quite some time ago. And one of the activities that they named, which was coincidentally a nice activity, it wasn't branded as such though, but I was like, oh, that would be so cool to do with a partner. It was something, it was something, it was called like a, a trap room or something. And you and your partner have to find the answer to clues to get out of the room. And I was like, oh, that is so cool. That would be so cool, in my opinion. That's the, that's that's all I have to that's that's the nice activity I, I think of right now. Chrissy. Those are those are fun, and that's kind of a, a kind of like a scavenger hunt. Oh, you've um, done that. I've not. I've never experienced that with a partner. Um, never, and I'd like to. I'd like to do that. Um, I'm a single woman, and I uh, the type of activities that I might do with a partner is something like that. Or, you know, things that I've never done before. Um, I've never been skydiving. Uh, I like to, I wouldn't bungee jump, but I would skydive. Um, if the, if that is, I don't know if that's weird or not, but I would do, I would skydive. I've never done that before. Uh, definitely would do a scavenger hunt on a couple, on a couple scene. Um, never done that with a partner. Um, I would... Oh no no! Because you know I'm an artist. I I like colors and you know stuff like that. I would like body paint and some and some and some uh under some black light with 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 some amazing music. Not necessarily rave, but uh some music that's upbeat. That's like dance music or whatever. Um, I'd uh you know, play pra practical jokes on people, uh, strangers on the street with my partner uh, or each other and uh, just enjoy it. Just enjoy the laugh, you know. I've never done that with a partner. So um, just in short, that's what I would do. Things like that. Something to just kind of keep things spicy, keep things alive, uh, keep things uh, challenging. Like, um, do like do like trivia games and stuff uh, with a partner. You know that um, challenge challenge the thought, challenge the thought process, challenge the the mindset, challenge uh, you know uh, that that push the limits on traditional things. You know, like not not dinner in the movies, but maybe we can create our own type of of improv or something so um with a partner uh instead of just you know something traditional um i've never done that and i would love to like push the limits there uh do something challenging and exciting you know that or you know explore whatever my partner would like that they've never done um and and just go for the gusto there uh, instead of just being so uh rigid and <laughs> you know not not uh open to that type of uh, that type of fun that type of you know creativity nice That's my answer all right kevin what are some nice activities that you might do new interesting with your partner um actually specific activities i can't think of any but i would say that um like me personally i have a pair of rights but i'm willing to work on that with them uh oh okay Cool. Just something 
to, I guess, improve towards in the long run. Nice. Um, I want to do something like Wipeout or something. Yeah. I'll do that with Vladimir and anything else. <laughs> Movies, but yeah. That's all I have. Okay. Uh, what What's Wipeout? You're hip. Wipeout. Uh, Google it, Aaron. Google it. You go on YouTube and find out what Wipeout is. Wipeout is so It's lit. It's so much fun. It's like a bunch oh, of yeah. a bunch of challenges. <laughs> That's yeah, an 80s baby fun like thing. That. I'm I, I'm surprised. That's an 80s baby I'm thing. I'm not gonna do Fear Factor, but I'm gonna do Wipeout or something cool. It's the same thing though. Or kind of Astroworld too. Yeah, but nothing scary. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Check out yeah, Wipeout, should, though, Aaron. Oh. It's amazing. It's fun. It's definitely fun for real. <laughs> definitely new and exciting. Yep. <laughs> I'm extra motivated. Yeah, you don't have a lot of fun. You, you shamed my 80s baby knowledge by saying that <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm 80s baby. I'm 80s. <laughs> Kevin, you know Wipeout? He's a fellow 80s baby. I have. No idea what uh, that is. Well, see that it's two and two, all right. <laughs> well, we we'll have to Google it. All right. And next topic. I think it may be nineties. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, the next topic is coming from, and he goes by the name. J Rock Lasker. Go to the bathroom real quick. Wow, you need your phone to go to the bathroom? No, I just like to look at videos and stuff while I'm in the bathroom. Okay, time for me to go. Red flags everywhere. Yo, where you at? Um, I left. I seen all that I needed to see. Too many red flags for me. Don't contact me again. Bye. This, we're doing something a little fresh and new here. It's a new segment called On My Mind. And this is On My Mind part one. Okay, and maybe that's how we'll do it. I'll turn off the live. Uh, I'll turn off the live after this. So for On My Mind part one, and we'll do a different order, but On My Mind, I just ask two basic questions overall. And the two questions are, what's in your mind after hearing this? What's your reaction and why? And the second question is, share a life experience that you had that connects to this and the order that you know what I, I will go first just because this is a new segment but I'll go first then Jasmine then Kevin then Chrissy all right so I, and if we could all make sure that we mute our mics when we're not speaking and my answer to What's in your mind after hearing this? The Honestly, the first thing that I thought when I saw this video was, one, he's handsome, but two, that it felt so strange. Not strange, but it, it felt like something that I've experienced with somebody wanting to quit the chances of the relationship really early because I was like, really? She she sees that as a red flag. And it's like, I know for myself, I will take my phone into the bathroom too, you know? And, and it just shows how people can perhaps misinterpret things 
like Kevin said a couple of weeks ago, you find what you're looking for. You know, and if somebody's looking for you to be a liar and a cheater, you taking your phone into the bathroom can be proof enough. And what's an experience that you have that connects to this? I, I don't think that I've walked out. No, that, that's baloney. I, I definitely have, but, but not in a date. But there have been times that I've had interactions with somebody and for X reason, I'm like, this needs to come to, to an end. And I blame Y reason for why it's coming to an end or Z reason for why it's coming to an end, even though it's because X, I don't want to say it's because of X, but I'll displace the thing. And, and, and that's, that, that's bad. That's bad. And I don't do it often. I, I've, I've certainly not done it in quite some time. Anyway, Kevin, I, I, I no. I, yeah, me, I, me, me, oh, Crystal, okay. and then Kevin. I, I think it was I'm you, gonna, Kevin, and then Chrissy. Yeah, uh, I think you right about that quote that you're quoting Kevin about that thing. That's a thing. And what you're saying, of course, is a thing. But yeah. what I was going to say with me, I never had no kind of situations like I've always seen other people had. I just hadn't. I didn't have that kind of thing. Not that kind of like, uh, getting into it type thing, if any. I had okay good relationships, but I never had no kind of at all like worry on either end, that type of thing. But I know I always heard that everywhere. And I think um with that situation, like others, like some people, like anything else, like he probably like, I don't know, like how to say it. Like I do, but I don't like he, I was thinking it out until it's time for me to, to go. But I think the situation is that like he like thought like maybe she was doing something that she probably was or wasn't doing which can obviously be the thing in that situation like any and he probably like already was like a certain type of person like he might like have a thing for like you're doing this you probably doing something wrong or something um just you know things he experience you know like that's what I'm thinking because that's a true thing like it could be both at the one time or it could just be well obviously it's both but I'm saying it could be like mainly with the situation him while she's doing that like how he is with oh a person's taking it here that kind of makes sense you know Cause I, I mean, I do that. A lot of people do that. Like, I'm just saying a lot of people do a lot of things that's not really a, like on some type of suspicion or red flag thing, relationship, mm -hmm. like anything else, not dealing with relationships, but it could be like that person, they might mean bad too. And that could be very well be the case with certain things you do. That's all I have to say. All right, and Kevin? I would say um, situations like that, it, it's never the same. It's always different. Um, but one thing I did learn when I was, I'll just say a teenager from my former stepbrother was about making assumptions. And I remember he told me, think about the first three letters in assumptions, and that's what you end up making out of yourself. Hmm. Out of you and me. All 
All right. And was that it, Kevin? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. And now, yeah, we we'll do it in in a second part. But Chrissy. Okay. So, I think that um, watching the video, I I definitely understand the reaction uh, because people are sneaky, and people do with whatever they do. And they're not, people aren't honest. They like, you know, we've talked about on several episodes of Hashtag Verse TV that people show up with their representative and they just want to put their best foot forward instead of being authentic. And they just want you to like them or whatever. But if, if you do something, um, if someone does something that kind of triggers, like that, that that causes some type of uh, some type of post traumatic stress. <laughs> so if somebody does something that Penny get down, if somebody does something that um, you don't like, you know, that was kind of like I don't know. That was a little bit that was a little bit dramatic because in real life in real relationships. If you really care about somebody and you're really um, interested in get, getting to know a person and off the rip, you're like, oh, you're going in the bathroom with your phone. Maybe because I, I'm self-employed. I take my phone mostly everywhere because I'm a single parent of four and I'm self-employed. So I need to have my phone nearby. Not necessarily in the bathroom because it's not sanitary. Um, and I, I'm pretty uh, anal about cleanliness. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it, it, I think it was an over-dramatization, the video. But I did understand uh, the reason why a red flag was called there because people be on some sneaky stuff. Like, they just be sneaky. And that's just the truth. People have experienced that. And that is the reason why people are like, oh, everything is a red flag. But everything is not a red flag all the time. You have to get to know people first. You have to get to know who you're dealing with. Just because you're attracted to them physically or you're attracted to them on some level does not mean that they're right or wrong for you. You don't know them. You just got there, <laughs> probably. So give it some time. One day at a time. Do you want to or do you, don't, do you not want to? You have to decide. You have to make a choice. So if somebody takes their phone into the bathroom and the last relationship you encountered took the phone into the bathroom because they were sneaky linking then that may for maybe for that you know for you from the experiences that you had you know trigger something that poses as a red flag but it just may not be maybe they're setting an appointment for a job or you know they're doing something that's going to better their goals or better their themselves or you know maybe they're planning a surprise for YouTube. You you don't know. So you can't just say, oh, this is a red flag for me because I don't know and you haven't let me in on it because you're taking your device into the bathroom that you pay the bill for. <laughs> well. So what are you doing? Take your time. Everybody, everybody wants everything right now. You don't even give it time. You don't even know. You don't even give it. You don't even give it an opportunity to have a discussion about that incident or whatever that occurrence. You know, people just be like, "I'm just gonna decide it's not gonna work." <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you know, like, don't do that. You don't want that done to you, right? You want people to give you the benefit of the doubt and to believe who you are. Give people the opportunity to show you. Yeah. That's right. 
like you said, that those triggers are real. Yeah, they are. Yeah. As a person with PTSD complex, yes, they are so real. Yeah. Now, technically, nobody, now I answered kind of, well, to the best of my ability, the second part of that question, but nobody else answered it at all. Does anybody have any personal experience with such a thing? Um, experience is for is what? Some like I, I mentioned how for me, I've had times that I've cut relationships for reason X, even though it was reason or, or cut it at reason X, but I cited reason Z or something. And I was like, oh, this is the reason it's got to come to an end. But really it was a, a different reason, you know? And that might be something going on with why she was like red flags everywhere because you did that and I'm gonna blame that, but it, it was a, what's the word? Culmination of things, you know? So, but I'm just blaming that. Yeah, I would say that with me personally and this being years ago, um, I started to realize my personal issue is that I'm way, way too trusting. And I was in a situation like at an ex who was acting kind of funny. And I said, all right, I'm not gonna accuse him of cheating because I don't have proof. Even though I had a really strong gut feeling he was, and I later found out, turned out I was right. The gut can tell us sometimes, all right. Chrissy, Jasmine. The gut will tell us every time. And Kevin, I, I'm sorry you went through that. That's horrible to go through. Um, no, I don't. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Kev. I'm you. So. Yeah. You, would you like to go first, Jasmine? Because I have something to say. But if you have some, something no. to say, you can go first. You can finish. I'm glad. So a life experience that I've had that connects to this. Um, I've had several life experiences that connects to this. But a most recent life experience is I gave someone that was interested in me uh, access to my whole self. I gave them access to everything. And I told them everything. And I, 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 I laid back and watched what they would do with that access. And what they did was abused it and used it to abuse me, to torment me. Mm. And uh, <laughs> that told me all I needed to know about that person. So it wasn't hard to make a decision about a future. There, there, there is none. There is none. You abuse your privilege instead of like coming to me as an adult, an adult, when I told you who I am, when I told you my aspirations, when I told you everything I like and dislike and everything, and you didn't hear me the first time. And as a heterosexual woman, the, the men that I encounter, they want to be heard the first time they say something. Hmm. But so do we, so do I. So if you didn't hear me the first time and I gave you complete access to all of me and you abused the privilege and you turned it around on me to hurt me, to demean, to diminish, 
to belittle, then you showed me who you are and I believe you, period, the first time. Whether I give you a second chance or not, or say, hey, all right, I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt here. Cause you begged and pleaded or whatnot. You put on a, a horse and pony show, right? So that you can stay in my good graces. When I told you who I am, cause I'm quite aware. I spend more time with me than anyone else. And I said, this is who I am to you. And you took that. <laughs> and you did what? Not build me up or anything of the sort, but you broke me down or tried to, you tried it. You tried it because people like that do. Mm. Then right. it is what it is. Yes. Honey. Honey child. <laughs> Honey child. <laughs> That's my answer. All right. And that's perfect timing. And we will go into the next topic, which is, okay. So this is part two of our new and improved on my mind segment. Well, it, it, it's new, so it, it, it has no point to improve from yet because it's new. But it's always better and better on Verse TV. So the quote, and it's coming from one strong woman, and you, you see that's the number one strong woman. And it says, a woman never gives up. She may need a good cry or a day in bed, but she will always come back stronger. And this is hashtag verse TV. And we're all about finding the intersections and the intersectionality between different groups. So yes, the quote is quoting a strong woman, but stuff like this can apply in many people's situations. So we'll, we're all going to answer those same two questions and What's in your mind after hearing this? What is your reaction? Why? And then for part two, we'll share a life experience that you've had that connects to this. And I'll go first, then Chrissy Marie, then Jasmine, then Kevin. So for me, what's in your mind after hearing this? And what's your reaction? You can't give up. You, you just gotta keep going. You, you've gotta keep trying. And you, you may, mm. ooh, this, this, anyway, you may have a, a fall, proverbial and or literal, but, just keep believing in you, keep pressing, take your time, relax if you need, get back up and come back stronger. Now that's my answer to part one of the question. Go ahead, Chrissy Marie. So what's up in my mind after hearing that your relationship is not the biggest source of happiness and joy in, in you is absolutely true your relationships your relationship your romantic relationship or relationships with other people is not your biggest source of happiness and joy your relationship with yourself is your biggest source of happiness and joy in my opinion it's just my opinion it's and it's not from just from things that I've read, but just what I know for myself. It's not the big 
source of joy and happiness. And, oh, geez, what happened? Did I, did I, I need to minimize this. My, uh, my reaction to this is, is just that you are your source of happiness, your accountability for self, your journey, your goals that you set for yourself, your, you know, what you think of yourself, what you know of yourself. You should spend more time with you more than anyone else. I know that I spend more time with myself than anyone else. And it's not, it's not by default, it's by choice because I need to know myself. I can't tell anybody else about who they are. I can only tell people about who I am if they want to listen. And I, you know, I, I'm indifferent either way. I don't, I don't need for anyone to hear that for me to be happy. So, uh, my reaction to that is that you get to decide whether or not you're happy with who you are and who you are is an evolution. You're going to, you know, it's called growth. You're going to experience things in life that are going to challenge you. You're going to experience things in life that you're interested in, that you're curious about, that you, that you, you just want to know about or whatever. You're going to experience things in life that people in your closest circle, i.e. family and friends that tell you you should or shouldn't do that you're, that you want to know about for yourself that you should go after. Because you want to know. And whatever you find out, whether it's something that you agree with or not, or like or don't, or whatever, you're, you're happy that you found out, whatever the end result. Because oh. <laughs> the, the, our happiness is in our own hands. It's our responsibility. And that's my answer. So, uh, is the second part another the second yeah. part of the question or the second part is 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 coming next it's separate okay that's my answer all right jasmine um, i think a strong woman never gives up yeah i think um people we give up but you 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 don't never give up if you're strong i mean no but i mean you give up sometimes some things but I agree. You strong and you never give up what you're trying to do. That's yeah. all. <laughs> all right. And yeah. oh, did you have more, Jasmine? Oh, you, you muted. Okay. Okay. Okay, um, as far as um, strong women in general, and this is really coming off of something that I've seen throughout my life. First thing, um, when women are strong, just the hell there. Um, but two, they're extremely strong when it comes to their kids, if they have kids. Oh, okay. Now, also, you can apply it to yourself. I know it says woman, but it could also apply to, well, if that's your answer, that's your answer, cool beans. So the second part of this share a life experience that you've had that connects to this. This being the quote, a strong woman never gives up. She may need a good cry or a day in bed, but she will always come back stronger. And of course I'm switching woman for man because I'm, I classify myself as gender binary man. 
but I, so not gender non-binary, anyway, anyway, oh my gosh. But yeah, you know, as far as my whole life experience with the multiple sclerosis thing, yeah, there are times that I can, it'll give me a, a, a good, something like a cry. I, I, I really have difficulty crying for myself personally. I, I don't know why, but but it's it's just a thing. I don't cry or shed tears over my own personal struggles. I'll shed tears over somebody losing a goldfish in a movie, but for for my own personal struggles, I, I, I don't cry. I, I, I'll feel emotional, but I don't cry. And yeah, you know, as far as a, a day in bed, a proverbial day in bed, but, but I, I wouldn't wanna do a literal day in bed, but coming back stronger, that, that's what I'm trying. I'm trying my best, always try my best. A woman never gives up, a man, an Aaron Mack never gives up. I always try my best, gotta keep trying. And Chrissy, you're next. Oh, that there, there's the timer. All right. Chrissy Marie. So I just want to say before I answer this question, Aaron, that I know personally that you're a very proud person. And, and that's why, as you should be. Um, and you're right. Uh, a woman never gives up. Um, I recently had posted on uh, Facebook about a young lady who committed suicide because she found mother her motherhood to be hard. And I'm a single mother of four, but I've had help, I've had help. And I've had days where I've, I've cried, I've stayed in bed for two, three days at a time because of depression, because of you know conditions that uh, were overwhelming for me. And then I, you know, I've had to each day after that, uh, uh, each day thereof and after, I've had to be real with myself. You know, I've had to um, get up and face my responsibilities. You know, we, yeah, we're we're strong. Not you know, not necessarily because not just because we have to be, but it. It is also because we want to be. We want to show up. We were created for this. So this is this is it's just what it is, you know. Um, a life experience that we've had that connects to this, uh, childbirth. I wanted to have children. I wanted to be a mother. I wanted that to create a legacy. I wanted to, you know, walk in my essence and my divine as a woman. Before, before I knew it, you know, it wasn't a decision, but it's something that I, I wanted because I'm, you know, who I am. You know, but at some point it does become a decision. You gotta decide that you're gonna put one foot in front of the other, no matter who you are, you know, and walk in your truth. So that's my answer in in, in short. Uh yeah, I'm with her. I like that story that she said. Yeah, and I feel like being on my own, I feel stronger because I grew up not really great and I always struggle. You know, yeah, I I feel better, but sometimes with some things, I don't feel good. So that's how I feel. Okay, and Kevin, your personal experience with this quote? And you can um, woman to man or, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I um personally um 
World War One, just looking at my mom and my sisters, they're strong women. I give them that. Now, as far as myself being diagnosed with multiple sclerosis at, what, 26, that was rough, but still, I, I realized I always have, for example, younger siblings, not siblings, but relatives that look up to me. So I can't quite give up. Yes. Not that I want to. Yes. Right on, Kevin. <laughs> Yeah, so pretty much it's just like with this situation, I know what it is and I just have to work with it, make it work, deal with it. Mm. But I will not give up. All right. So, uh, everybody say goodbye to the live audience. Bye, live audience. We're turning Bye. off. Hashtag Verse TV, the homeless talk show. I am Chrissy Marie. Hey, everyone. I'm Aaron Mack. Jasmine from Houston. Hey, guys. How are you? Kevin, I'm in Philadelphia. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV. 142.